All right, all right. Welcome to the Company We Keep podcast. I am your host, Jason Pearl. Excited to be here for another episode with you guys. So what is the Company We Keep podcast? The Company We Keep podcast is a podcast for everyday business owners, entrepreneurs, and high performers who want to think differently about growth. They want to think differently about success, and they want to know how they can achieve better balance in both business and life. In this episode, we're going to be talking about a concept that may be a little controversial with some of you. The concept is everyone can win. I'm going to dive into what I mean by this statement, but this is very tied to a mindset that I believe is going to help you achieve more growth in whatever you're looking to achieve in growth in your own personal life. Both on the personal side and on the business side, I believe this mindset is going to be able to help you. So when we talk about everyone can win, what does that exactly mean? And I'm, I'm going to get to that. What this does not mean is this isn't the everyone gets a trophy type of statement. This isn't, oh, everybody can win at everything and it's okay that just because you tried, like you get a gold star. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is when it comes to life and when it comes to business, a mindset behind being okay with others winning, being okay with the fact that others can succeed. Success isn't just you succeed and everyone else fails. Success is individual as we talked about in episode three, success being a choice. And this everyone can win concept is something that I've adopted over the course of the past probably handful of years. And it has been pretty life-changing for me. And I wanted to introduce it to you. Some of you may already subscribe to this kind of method. Some of you may not, but figured I'd be able to unpack a little bit of this for you today. So as high performers, whether you're in business or in personal life, as high performers, we're always looking for an edge. There's a lot of people that really enjoy competition and are very competitive. I'm one of those people. And competition and being competitive is great. But it also has some negative effects sometimes when you let that general statement just roll into business life and in your personal life. And I think that it's something that we have to be aware of. And it's something that from an everyone can win standpoint in that mindset, I'm going to unpack what, what that could mean to you. From an athletic standpoint, I grew up playing sports. Like I said, very competitive person, still play competitive sports in a men's league. Shout out to the Cornerstone Arena, local Lockport, New York Raiders hockey team. I'm protecting the blue line number 88 on a weekly basis for that team. I love it. When I hit the ice, I want to win. That's what we do. We win. That's what we want to do. We're playing a sport. Totally get that. But what does it mean when you say this through the lens of being somebody that is looking for high performance? Again, whether it's high performance in your personal life or high performance in your professional life, this is a little bit different. When you talk about everyone can win, it's a mindset. And it's something that means you adopt this and you stop looking at what others are doing. And if they're winning, it does not affect you. So last week we talked about FOMO and followers. FOMO is a fear of missing out. So if you didn't listen to the episode, go back and listen to it. This one may make a little more sense. But when you adopt a mindset that everyone can win, you basically stop worrying about what everybody else is doing. You stop worrying about how much somebody else is making or the successes that they're having in their life because your success and your win doesn't have to be equated to someone else's. And even if it's the exact same equation, 
there's enough success out there where you both could win or a whole group of people can win in business at the same time or in life at the same time. It's not a, if I don't finish first, I'm last type of mentality. Coming from somebody that's grew up playing sports, being very competitive, spent the last 20 years in a sales capacity, you wouldn't think that you would hear something like this from someone like me. But that's why I think it's so much more important that I put this message out there, that I talk about how important it is to make sure that you understand that when you're choosing your own success, you're focusing on a path that you know is going to be the best for you. You've already thought about it. You've already worked through that process. You've already identified that this is what you want to do. And then you go do it. Choosing success every day is something that we talked about a few weeks ago. When you don't choose success, you often get that thought of fear of missing out or FOMO. You start looking at others around you and thinking that fundamentally others have more than you have. And that starts to affect you both mentally and physically. It makes you erratic in your decision making. It's the same thing when you take on this concept of everyone can win. And I'm going to give you some personal examples of of what I mean by this. So maybe it's a bit clearer for you. So I run a a sales and growth consulting agency, Naker Consulting. I've talked about it before. Myself and, and, and a few others work with businesses and we help them generate more efficient, more consistent, more profitable revenue through their sales channels, through their entire business. That's what we do. We go in and we help them do it. We build a strong foundation or we rebuild a foundation and then we help them grow. We are not the only people in this space. Naker Consulting is not the only company that does sales consulting, marketing consulting, coaching, executive management, all that type of stuff, business consulting. There are tons of organizations that do that. And there are a significant amount of really talented people in the marketplace. And when I was younger in my career, I would look at competition and them having success, meaning that they're having success, which means that it's taking directly out of my success. And that's not necessarily true. There are certain occasions where that actually can be true, depending on the industry you're in. But when you look at everyone can win as a mindset, there is a ton of room for everyone to have success. And when you think about it that way, you stop worrying about the things that you can't control. So for example, still going on this whole, who's in my space when it comes to business, there are thousands of people in this space. Some are small companies, some are large companies, a large diversity of people that you can get sales advice, sales help, sales consulting, sales training, sales talent from. A couple that I'll point out, this guy by the name of John Barros. He has been in the sales training world for a long time, really engaging guy, really smart. Heard him do a keynote probably seven or eight years ago at a conference I was at. He's one of the brightest guys I know in the space. I follow him. I listen to his content. I read his content. I subscribe to a lot of the things he says and does. I just think he's a really good dude. And he also works with a guy named Morgan Ingram. He really focuses on like an SDR portion of sales, but he's a super smart guy. They work together. They work with tons of businesses and really help them out. And I applaud them. When I see their success, I'm happy for their success. Why? Because when you're in an industry that has other people winning and other people succeeding, there's always room for others to do the same. So when you adopt the everyone can win standpoint in that mindset, you know that there are opportunities out there. If you can go and do a good job that you can have success. A couple other examples, a guy by the name of Jake Dunlap, he runs a company called Scaled out of Austin, Texas. He's got great content. He's a phenomenal LinkedIn follow, has really good ideas, has helped tons of businesses succeed. And I subscribe to his content. I listen to it. I like it. I boost it. I do all the things because I like what he's saying. Are we competitors? 
I guess, maybe. I'm a two-person consulting firm out of Lockport, New York. He's in Austin, Texas. And that doesn't mean that just because he's winning, I can't, or just because I'm winning, he's not. There's another guy, Dale Dupree. He runs a website and a company called The Sales Rebellion. Super interesting guy. Just recently got exposed to him. Don't know him at all. I've never had a conversation with him, but he's got really good content. He's got unique content. Seems like a guy that's deeply rooted in his faith, and which is something I obviously subscribe to. And I just enjoy the way he's disrupting part of this industry. And he does sales trainings and he does them wrapped around, not just looking at the sale and how to make the sale, but looking at the holistic side of the sale and the people in it and making them better people and better salespeople and that that whole thing. Totally subscribe to that stuff. And these are just three or four examples of people in, in a sea of people that do what I do. A few years ago, I may have looked at all these people as competition. Hey, they're getting this exposure. Why am I not getting this exposure? They're succeeding. Why can't I succeed? And the fact of the matter is there's tons of room to succeed for and the thousands of other people that do the same thing that we do outside of the people that I just talked about. If I'm consumed with what others are doing and looking at their success as a detriment to mine, it becomes problematic. If I'm consumed with what they're doing, I do what I talked about last week. I, I have fear of missing out. I start copycatting everything that they do. I become a fraud. And instead of watching and listening and learning and sharpening your skills, I'm worried about how can I beat them. And Although I'm competitive and want to generate and want to have a, a wonderful, successful business, which I do and, and, and I currently have right now, I, I would be pulled away from the things that I focus on on a daily basis. And if I was pulled away, it would be a detriment to my clients, my colleagues, the people I work with, the growth that they're going to see because I'm focused on somebody else as opposed to being focused on my client. I'm not perfect. The guys I just listed out, they're probably not perfect either. I don't know them personally, but no one's perfect. I'm sure those guys probably agree with that. And none of us have it all figured out, which is why when you can respect the fact that they've got interesting insight or they do or say things that I may be able to put into practice on my end that would help a client, then they win, I win. Naker Consulting wins, my clients win, everyone wins. So that's what I'm talking about when it's the mindset of everyone can win. And when you break this down, I realize this is very business focused, but this mindset can be applied on the personal side too. It's the same thing when you like, it's the keeping up with the Joneses. Everyone's heard that term. Anyone that lives in suburbia understands what keeping up with the Joneses looks like or, hey, my next door neighbor just got a fancy car. Now I feel bad because I wish I had a fancy car and I don't. So they must be doing better than I do. Or are they really doing better than I am? Did they inherit money? Did somebody give them money? Like they hit the lottery? Why do they have all these things? Who who cares? It's not going to affect you. It's the FOMO. It's the missing out thing. So it's like everyone can win. That's a great new car. Love it. Love your house. Love the addition you just put in your house. Like all those things. It can apply personally as well. I'm just taking this through a business focus. But getting back to the business focus, if you look at some stats, and I just Googled this, right? I'm giving Google the footnote on this, but you Google how many businesses are in the United States. The first two or three links that show up say that there's somewhere around 32.5 million businesses in the United States. So think about that. 32.5 businesses, 0.5 million businesses. 31.7 million businesses are small businesses. So small businesses, they're considering in some of the stats that I looked as under 100 employees. So my ideal, you know, when, when you look at Naker Consulting and who we work with, we work with, if, if you were to put a range on it, five to $50 million companies. We also work with companies that are right around a million bucks and somewhere in between to that. So we can expand and contract outside of that. But let's just say that 31.7 million businesses in the United States, not the world, just the United States, could be prospects of my business. 
So when you look at it that way, it's okay. Although I niche down, I do a lot of B2B stuff, do some tech stuff, do some B2C work, so business to consumer work as well. So not all 31.7 million businesses are really potential clients of mine, but I'm illustrating the fact that there's a ton of opportunity. So when you adopt this mindset that everyone can win and then you start to see the numbers, what you do is you change your thought process. And instead of worrying about what's going on outside, you worry about how can you be better? How can you serve the people you serve more effectively? And how can you focus to improve what you need to improve? I used to have an issue with people calling themselves lifelong learners because it's, are you just like somebody that just doesn't want to go into the real world? You don't really want to get a job. So you just get degree after degree. And, and, And I was looking at it the wrong way. And I'll freely admit that opinions that I had previously are likely not the opinions I have today because I didn't have this growth mindset. I didn't have this everyone can win mindset. I didn't think about things on a global scale. I thought of them more individually, more selfishly. But when you go through and, and you think about that, you're like, okay, there there is opportunity that is out there to improve, to learn. Now, I'm launching a podcast to help others. If people don't have the mindset that I have, they're not going to listen to a podcast and try to learn different tricks of the trade or figure out how they can have better balance in business and life with success and in and, and growth. So being a lifelong learner is something that you, you have to do. And that's maybe a dumbed down way of saying it, but you, you have to realize that there are skills that others have that are better than yours. And if you're looking to sharpen them or improve them, th- then there are certainly many platforms, podcasts being one of them, where you can look to learn and, and, and engage in content that's going to help you be better. I wasn't always in this type of mindset. There's a lot of things that I lacked. And and a lot of it was because of maybe some of it was professional and personal maturity or immaturity for lack of a better way to say it. There's definitely ego in there too. Ego is something that dominates a lot of people, especially a lot of people in the business space. If you're good at something, you start to get inflated and there's nothing wrong with being confident in your ability, but sometimes ego forces you into decisions that maybe you wouldn't make if you had a clearer or more sound mind. So when I changed my head, We talk about Head, Heart, and House as one of the platforms that that I really buy into. When I started to change what was going on in my head and then what was going on in my heart, I was able to start adapting what I used to think was the right way to do things as opposed to what I actually think now. And that's when everything changed for me, both personally and professionally. Again, maturity and ego probably held me down. And I think there's probably a lot of you out there that are listening that would probably resonate with that. At some point in time, your ego or your maturity or lack thereof got in the way of of really helping yourself out. And it's certainly not easy to change. I don't necessarily think that you listening to this podcast is going to change your opinion or change your mind on what I'm talking about, but it may give you perspective may give you perspective to say, hey, yeah, there's somebody out there that is maybe admitting faults and saying, hey, I used to do it this way and now I think about this way and it's opened up a whole different world for me. And that's exactly what happened with me. And I haven't talked about this much on this podcast yet, but for me, a lot of the professional success that I've seen points to a shift that I made in my personal life. I I talk about prioritizing and how I prioritize my life. And that prioritization and that examination of how I prioritized really came from a deepening of my faith. I talked about in the beginning, you know, of this podcast, I'm a Christian guy and that's really important to me. It doesn't mean I'm perfect. I'm certainly very far from being perfect, make tons of mistakes and all the type of stuff. But I really started diving more into my faith and making that the most important thing in my life. And when I started looking through that lens, it started to open up my mind, my head and my heart that there are other ways to look at things and other ways to do things. It's a statement that when you truly adopt it, you have the opportunity to see things in a different way, to understand different perspectives 
and to even try things that maybe you weren't willing to try before. There are a number of really successful people that would probably tell me that I'm crazy to even put this into a recording to say, no, that's not true. You have to have a killer instinct. You have to want to, to be the best. I get all of those things. I want to be the best that I can be. Being the best at something is a subjective question. So for example, there's an ongoing debate all the time. Who's a better basketball player? Michael Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain, Oscar Robertson, LeBron James. Who's the best? Who's the GOAT? Who's the greatest of all time? Is it Joe Montana? Is it Tom Brady? You go through sports and like being the best at something is very subjective because it's opinionated. There's not, this is the best and everyone agrees on this. It's a hundred percent agreement. So that's what it is. That's not the way this works. It's the same thing with success and people winning. My level and my choice in success is, could be different than others. And that's why when you adopt the mindset of everyone can win, you're able to change and stay committed to what you care about. I don't want to be the largest consulting firm on the planet. I don't. Because I know to do that, I'm going to have to change things in my personal and professional life that's not going to align with what I think success is. Seeing others succeed in your industry, your marketplace, or in your neighborhood, in your family, applaud it, celebrate it, encourage it. Don't knock it down just so you can feel better. Dampening light so yours shines brighter is not the idea. There may be others that disagree with that, but my platform, my podcast, it's about helping others. It's about shining a bright light, not about dampening others because everyone can win. So if we got a ton of bright lights in the world, there's not a lot of darkness, right? Not a lot of people losing, there's a lot of people winning. And, and that's really just the concept. One of the things I'd ask you if you're listening is I'd say, look at yourself and, and ask yourself, do I need a mind shift change? Where is my mindset today? Do you find yourself or do you think you're gripped by ego? Um, or do you believe that, you're the only one that can and should be able to win. And when others are winning, does that make you feel you know, angry? Does that put you in a different type of situation? Because I promise you that those are limiting beliefs. The belief that you're the only one that should be at the top of the mountain and no one else can get there is a very limiting belief. You will find that if you continue that throughout the course of your personal and professional life, you'll probably have a fairly lonely life. You may be rich, you may have accolades, but you'll probably be pretty lonely because not a lot of people like to hang out with, with people like that. I know I certainly don't, but I promise you this mindset works. Would love to engage with you guys more. If you have some questions off topic or outside of this kind of podcast that you're interested in, visit my website, jasonmpearl.com. There's a lot of different ways to engage with me on that. I'd certainly love to hear from you and would love to be able to continue to interact and keep these conversations going. This mindset, this everyone can win mindset, I know for me, it keeps me striving to be better. It helps keep me humble enough to learn more and improve my skills. And humility is a trait that is very valuable. It's extremely valuable to have because humility allows you to see things that you maybe wouldn't have seen prior to being tunnel visioned on just trying to get to the top of the mountain no matter what. So this mindset keeps me humble, keeps me learning, keeps improving my skills. It's a win-win for me personally and professionally and everybody that I serve both in my personal and professional lives. If you want to be a better person, you need to work on it. Whether that means your professional skills or whether that's your personal skills, you need to work on it. And if you have this mindset, it's going to put you in a situation to be able to improve. So 
as we close out this episode, I'm really excited that you got a, another chance to join me. We're a handful of episodes in. I, I know I'm having a blast and, and I hope you are too. And if you are listening and, and you've listened to maybe all of the episodes or some of them, if you haven't yet subscribed, feel free to hit that button. Would would be honored if you could just hit that button so I could you know send you the push notifications every single week when my new content drops that you can listen to the Company Weekly podcast. Also too, if you've listened over the course of the past four or five weeks, and you're enjoying uh, what you're hearing, I'd, I'd be honored if you drop a review as well. It's how the algorithms work, right? With, with all the podcasts and stuff like that. And I'd really love to hear your feedback as well. I just, again, want to thank you for listening. I'm honored that you joined me for the last month or so. I'm having a ton of fun with this. This is the Company We Keep podcast. My name's Jason Pearl. Uh, and until next time, thanks for joining. Peace.